Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. <laughs> How you doing, Scott? Oh, I'm good. It's just so funny. Those of you who are just now tuning into the show, sometimes it takes us a little while to get started, and we get fired up about different stuff, and it's just hilarious. Yeah, sometimes we try to alleviate some of the politics or issues we had on through the week that we didn't want to put on you guys throughout the certain topic that we're talking about that might be lighthearted and, you know, not too serious. So yeah. it's it's good to... Release. I know we should do like an outtakes though, but we'd have to do a lot of censoring. That's my concern. Yeah, YouTube no. would take us down. Yep, it'd be. Yeah, we would no longer have jobs of our own. Yep, the feds would be calling me. <laughs> Why did you say that? Yeah, it could be really bad. It was news. out of love. I swear. Mm-hmm. No. So we're talking today about uh, just like funny stuff that you know we were told as kids or we believed as kids. It kind of turns out maybe it's not so true. Yeah, you know, and there's a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. My grandparents were really good sources for that kind of stuff. Well, your grandparents, I think, believed in scare tactics. Scare you straight. Make sure you follow the right path. Make sure you're going forward. So we'll scare you into that direction. I I totally agree. I I really think that's kind of the way they did their their kind of parenting. I, I mean, I believe in God, and I think that they used... Oops. Not yeah. trying to be mean, but I think they did too. And I think that they used their religion as you know, tools to scare people straight. Yeah. Because God is, God could do some pretty, you know, he's done some pretty uh, powerful things that has devastated people, killed people. Um, but uh, there's some really good stories about God taking his, out, taking his wrath out on, yeah. on people. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of not fair that, you know, people get to use that because some people, some kids, especially that do believe in God, you're scared to death. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you better start... listen because, well, God said so. And he's always watching you. Yes. So you better behave. It's Hand like... check. <laughs> Hand check. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That reminds me of growing bus up. Rides. Bus rides. Oh, <laughs> man. <check>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, my grandparents... My grandma in particular, my grandpa wasn't like a super religious kind of guy. In fact, a lot of my childhood, he didn't go to church with us. And uh, Ethan, say excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. Jeez. Wow. That was a big one. (laughs) Quesadillas. You got to stop with the gas station food before the podcast starts. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) As I shredded beef taco. <laughs> oh, oh my someone, heavens. someone, crack a window. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying. <laughs> oh yeah, so I was saying. Yeah, your grandfather ripped her. Yeah, he ripped. No, that's not what I was saying. So my grandfather. Yeah. He didn't go to church with us much when we were growing up. My grandma was really the churchgoer, and and she used to bring books home to read to us every night that we'd stay over at her place. She would read us stories before bed, and she had a whole bunch of different books that were very, like, religious, um, you know, type texts that were not not necessarily, uh, like, Bible stories that were from the Bible, uh, but they were... Oh, gosh, I'm not explaining it very well. They are Bible stories, but they're not written like the stories in the Bible. They're sort of embellished. Okay, yeah, sure, sense. sure. Anyway, and one of the things that she was telling us is that, that uh, dinosaurs weren't real. Mm, sure. Because as a kid, of course you're fa- fascinated by dinosaurs. Well, yeah, especially because they're real, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, that's part of it is that I thought that, because yeah. this is new to me, because, you know, not new to me, but you've mentioned it to me mm-hmm. recently, because, you know, we were raised the same religion, and, mm-hmm. and 
and you know your grandma put some spin on some things. Yes, she did. And and I I've never not believed. I've never tried to cross paths between my religion and dinosaurs too much. A little bit mm-hmm. since I've gotten older, but but at the time. I believed in them, but you didn't get to. Yeah, I or, no, or because, you got shamed for it because my grandma told us that that dinosaurs uh, were not real; they were uh, created by man, um, and that the dinosaur bones that we see today are actually planted by the people who are discovering them. Man, yeah, that's where all of our tax dollars are and going to. I, I want to say that this was like early on when <laughs> when when uh, Jurassic Park was coming out. What? And what a great movie for a kid who, oh. you know, is interested in dinosaurs. The the CGI that they oh, use, the models. What, that is still one of, well, I will say I've never thought I've said, I never said it like this out loud, but one of my favorite movies, I guess, because I always go back to watch, if I have to go back and want to watch like a repeat of a Jurassic Park or a good action film, mm-hmm. I want to watch the first one. It was yeah. so, it was yeah, what you were saying. Yeah. It was magical, and they brought it back to life, and as and can bring the little kid out of me, because as a boy, I imagine, I would think girls, but maybe more boys, mm-hmm. but it was intriguing, but always, what was intriguing to me is that I always believed that they used to be here, though. Mm-hmm. That was the cool part about it. They're not just monsters. Well, you know what I mean? You know, as I've gotten older, and I'm totally into science, and, you know, this type of stuff, I, I watched some shows on uh, the Ark Encounter. It's hmm. a it's a, a museum over in I think it's Kentucky, and uh, Ken Ham, uh, an Aussie guy, is the curator owner of this thing, and he he has a big old ark that's supposed to be the same size as what the original Noah's Ark was supposed to be, and he has it sort of decked out in you know there's different cages, and then it's also a museum, and he includes dinosaurs on the ark, and I was kind of blown away by that because i never really considered that the dinosaurs would be if you're thinking in like uh young earth creation then you would have to believe that that uh dinosaurs walked among men right and, right. and were included on the ark and to to see it in that museum is pretty incredible like it kind of bends my mind a bit because i always thought dinosaurs were this very very old you know millions of years old sort of thing where we get the fossils, but he he portrayed it as if dinosaurs were on the ark, right? And it that, kind of that's, that's interesting because I I never really thought about that too. But yeah. if I went back far enough, it would have to be. It just makes me wonder what my grandma would be saying today. Oh, blasphemy! Maybe, <laughs> maybe she saw a tattoo of mine that I drew myself oh, in an man. unsatanic way, and she's like, "That's satanic." And I'm like, oh, "No, yeah. it's not." And I'm like trying to look at it again. I'm, it's got an upside down cross. That's not a cross. It is. Look at it. And I'm like, you're just making stuff up. I remember that conversation. She just want, She was just trying to find things. So it's like that was during the satanic the, panic, when, <laughs> right? When when we were, I, I wasn't panicking. I guess she might have been. She was. You must have heard about it because that's your grandma. I mean, I don't want to go down like a, a total religious, you know, pathway here. But I remember that conversation because my grandma was so against tattoos, and then she was. This was during a time period, in, I believe, in the '90s, where uh, churches were having sermons about. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne and uh, Def Leppard and ACDC, some, ACDC. symbolism. Uh huh. <laughs> Talking about oh, if you play this record by the Beatles backwards, backwards you're going to hear you know 
you know, worship the devil or, yeah, some or of that's true, you know, and, and the thing is, is that it was such a panic at the time. My grandma interpreted a lot of stuff as like devil. And yes. that's where that tattoo took her. Oh, I believe it. Too. And you, and you made it yourself. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's not what I was going for, but I'm glad you took out a satanic. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> like, why don't you shave? <laughs> mm, Sorry. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't my grandma. Uh, of course, I gave so, her respect as such, but yeah, I could say such harsher things because yeah. I'm not my grandma. <laughs> uh, so some of the other things, and I, I kind of was talking to producer E earlier about some of these things because, you know, he's a younger generation than, than we are. And he was just talking about some of the things that, that he thought were sort of, you know, he was led to believe, you know, when he was younger. Ethan, do you have a one off the top of your head that you would, you would mention? Uh, one of them was that watermelon seeds will grow in your stomach. <clears throat> yeah, and that's not true, right? Yeah, that's that, that that's doesn't not. typically happen. Why? I think it just passes through. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I I don't know what they're. I mean, people. I mean, uh, I don't know what the reason why no, people told them not to. Stomach acid in there, and you know, it probably. I mean, you see corn, don't you? <laughs> It's just a question. <laughs> no, I don't I mean, see corn. What oh. are you talking about, Dave? Yeah, no. no. This well, is a family show, You Dave. must chew up better. Oh, <laughs> good to know. Just kidding. I didn't get that memo. Just kidding. Um, Ethan had mentioned one other thing about yeah. seeds. Do you remember the conversation we were having the other day about cherry seeds? Oh, or cherry yeah. Pits? Uh, if you uh, break open a cherry pit and then eat it, it has enough cyanide in it to kill you. So, yeah, that's not true either. Um, I think that's been debunked a few times, but I believe it has cyanide in, but I think it's going to take a lot. No, no, mm-hmm. no. One one of them can. It's just you don't get through the actual... You don't get to the outs- whole... Yeah, it's it's only on the inside. You can The pit will just run right through you. It's oh, like, really? It's like the I, corn I, I still think about. that they, they had proven that it's still not enough in yeah. one pit. See I, see, I wonder because the internet has a lot of this stuff that says, oh, yeah, it's true. And well, you look, see, deep, that's, you that's look deeper and then know. you go, wait a minute. So look that up at it just yeah. out of curiosity because that's a different angle to it. Yeah, in fact, check So, it. and mm-hmm. since you were talking about that one, mm-hmm. ingesting things, we also yeah. talked about gum. See, oh, yeah, that's right. You, you don't want to swallow your gum. You know, that's bad news. You can't do that. It'd take you seven years to pass it. Yeah, my grandma did tell me that. Yeah. Because I used to chew gum as a kid, like the, the hubba bubba. Yeah. And the bubble gum. See how many, how large you could blow your bubbles? And yeah. And then I'd just swallow it. Yeah. <laughs> she got so mad at me. I. It's funny because I wonder where they got that from. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's not true. Oh, of course It'll not. pass through you. Yeah, like or anything it'll just, else. I mean, I have fallen asleep with gum in my mouth. Have you ever done that? I can't recall doing that. It is horrible because it breaks down in your mouth. It oh, becomes, tasty. it separates itself, and it's like it just it does. It kind of just separates, and then you get all these little tiny pieces that don't really stick together anymore. It's horrible. And then when you brush your teeth, it just gets all stuck to the. It's it's really bad. I can't think I've done that. Yeah. Can't so, say I've done that. Yeah, so it definitely does not uh So what do we got here, Ethan? Cherries, apricots, plums, peaches, and cyanide. Don't freak out if you accidentally swallow a cherry pit. Huh. They rarely poison when eaten whole. Okay. Oh, but whatever you do, don't eat it br- a broken pit. Okay. Okay. Uh really it tastes really bitter and generally impossible to chew. The stone of certain What? 
gonna zoom in a little bit. My my eyeballs are not very good. The stones of certain stone fruits, like cherries, apricots, plums, and peaches, contain cyanogenic compounds. Science talk for oh. stuff that your body can turn into cyanide. Oh. So, how many cherry pits is a lethal amount of cherry pits? After some quick Googling, they found <laughs> that hydrogen cyanide is lethal at about 1.52 milligrams per kilogram, meaning that it takes little more than 0.1 grams. A dime weighs about one gram of the toxin to dispatch a 150-pound human. Oh. A single cherry yields 0.17 grams of lethal cyanide. Wow. So, so you need see, to have three of those... No, you just need one. I thought it was a 1.52 milligram. milligrams per kilogram, meaning it'll take just a little bit more than 0.1 grams. Gotcha. So this one could kill you. It's just if whether or not it's a broken pit or not. Yeah. Good to know. Because uh, I was just thinking about getting cherries and chewing on them. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I love cherries. I, I thought that they've done actual breaking down of the cherry seeds and and well i guess it looks like they did that but i thought i seen somebody do that and found that they weren't as bad so but i wonder if you would like start to throw up or you know have in you know digestion issues before it actually got into your into your bloodstream okay yeah we're gonna have to do some experimenting huh dave yeah i'm sure i could have some um I'll call, we'll, we'll call old friends. Yeah. <laughs> what you guys doing? Um, we're sampling cherries and stuff. We'll do Just it on the show. And, yeah. <laughs> good to see you guys. That's we good. may not see you again. Uh, Just kidding, studio audience. He is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you did mention gum. There yeah. are some other ones in here. Uh, of course, we've talked about flat earth. You know, some people still believe that the, the earth is flat. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's not flat? No, we established this in episode. I'm like, just kidding. 19. I know there's a bunch of suckers out there. <laughs> oh my goodness! I know. I love that topic, though. I know. And I just saw like, like, like five easy ways just to debunk people, mm-hmm. and it's just so funny because one of the ways, if people want to know, the one of the easiest ways to debunk flat Earth is to literally go out on the sea and or a large lake and take a binocular and see if you could locate a boat. Mm-hmm. And it has to be like moving outward, but you have to you could watch it drift the further you go out could sink down over the horizon and it's funny because i've seen flat earthers use that same thing against the cause but anyways that's like it was kind of nice some easy ways to debunk that we could all do (laughs) i I think they just need to get a a flight on spacex you know virgin galactic or blue origin and right see it for themselves that's right why not they don't want Mm -hmm. to because it would destroy their whole lives because that has to consume them Oh, a flat earther! It's, a, it's like a has cult. to consume them because everything is a lie to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's all a conspiracy. So, as it. if it changed, well, guess what? They probably have a lot more things to worry about. <laughs> know, we're going to start getting some hate mail. I know. Uh, mailbag at neverseriousness.com. That's okay. Flat earthers. That's okay. They can believe what they want and be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I said I didn't want to go down a religious path, but there are some on here that I thought were interesting because they do have some, you know, uh, spiritual connotations. Oh, sure. Uh, ever heard of someone sneezing, and that was a method of your body rejecting the devil? Yeah, that was like old, old wives' tales. Yeah, old like school. old school, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and for those of you who are sexist, women can do anything a man can do. So I was watching on YouTube. Is that, why is that sexist? <laughs> 
Because they, yeah, no, we're gonna start getting that mailbag filled up. Uh, so I was watching; it was really interesting. There's this guy, and I I didn't write down his name, but he's a, like a podcaster commentator on on YouTube, and he had a uh, his topic was on you know that women uh, in professional sports cannot perform at the same level as men can. In, they could still do it. They could still do it, but they were talking about uh, tennis and how Serena Williams is arguably the the best female tennis player in the world. If not comparable to so, everybody, yeah. And so, uh, gosh, Ethan, do you remember the the male tennis player? It's like suddenly just disappeared from my brain. Um, he's, maybe we'll do a quick look up. I think you're going to say that, yeah, yeah. John McEnroe. Dustin, thank you. So John McEnroe, known for having an attitude, he was... He basically was uh, in an interview, and they had brought up Serena Williams as being the best tennis player in the world. And he says, well, you mean for the females? And they got so mad at him because, you know, he dis- he disagrees. He doesn't think that she's as good as, as um, the people in the men's circuit. And then he went on this other TV show and did an interview, and they were all mad at him for saying that she would be ranked right around 700 in the men's league. Okay. And so the podcaster guy then brings up a whole bunch of clips of women in professional sports when they're competing against men. And it was really like devastating. There were football players in high school where the where a girl made the team and got laid out by the boys when she had the football in her hands. Uh tennis when they're doing doubles and they're like mix doubles and they're not getting into hit. and and the guy is serving against the girl and they can't even like keep up it, it's like an ace over and over again anyway so the myth being or you know what you thought was true is that girls can do anything that boys can do and perform at the same levels and so far that's not true well I try to so take far. it literal is anything. Mm-hmm. So we all know that that we all, you know, boys and girls or or whatever hundred other ones of you mm-hmm. had do something different or something special or or and and women do. I I, I don't care what anybody says. Um, a real man cannot get pregnant. Okay, <laughs> a biological man cannot get pregnant. Ethan, can you ch- fact check that? Real quick? Yeah. And, but canceled, but, <laughs> but a woman can, and that's the beauty of our differences. The mm-hmm. beauty of our what our differences, mm-hmm. because we could do a couple things. Now, again, they can do primarily, and I'm not even trying to say to a certain level, but women could could, could do anything that a guy can do. Now, against each other, if you want to compete, that's a, that's a different thing. Competition kind of can ruin a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, but regardless, they can do the same dang things. But when it comes to some biological things, there's some differences. And and but primarily, yeah, I could say they they could do mm-hmm. in life is the same things. But you know, some things that they could do the same thing as we, but it's just more difficult. Yep, I totally agree. So, it would be at the extreme levels of of like competition. So I'm just like being specific. I mean, I'm just trying to be. If it says anything, yeah, that means. Anything. Anything. So that's yeah. why I'm just trying they to say do. technically. Yeah. 
I'm not taking anything away from them because, in fact, they could do more than here's, what I think a man could do. Here's an interesting one. There's a there's a call. There's a show called Hot Ones. I've never seen it, especially if there's <laughs> women on it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's one of my favorite YouTube shows. What? It's all about spicy hot wings. It's, oh, it's an interview show. What's it called? Hot Ones, and it's an interview show. He interviews celebrities and oh. you know famous people. Across the table, and in between them is a, a row of like I don't know ten different uh, hot wings with different hot hot sauces, and he goes through, and it gets progressively hotter as as the interviewing process goes. And and it's funny because of the way that that the whole you know people act different when there's real physical pain. Well, that's a <laughs> you know that's a good stage for a conversation mm-hmm. too, and you know it's going to, going to go in a direction. It might a little might be a little bit more honest at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, what was interesting you is he was shots. he was on there with um, I can't remember if it was Ricky Gervais or maybe one of the other one of the other celebrities. Anyway, he was saying that uh, when he has women on the show, they actually perform better. In the heat challenge. Oh, really? Yeah, and he, he made the comment, it's possible that women just naturally have a better pain tolerance. Uh, that's been said. Yeah, think about childbirthing. Yep. So, because I will say getting kicked in the junk's pretty bad, mm-hmm. but being kicked in the junk for 36 hours... <laughs> I mean, that doesn't typically happen. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds horrible. My wife was in labor for a long time. Yeah. And thank goodness for some painkillers. But, you know, there's some pain that uh, mm-hmm. she went through. And and I will say, yeah, we might get spurts of some very intense pain if you ever get in jo- drop kick mm-hmm. into the jimmy. Mm-hmm. But uh, if, if having prolonged pain uh, like that is uh, mm-hmm. got to be in, uh, in a, I don't know crazy yeah really yeah i don't want to be a part of it yeah <laughs> uh any other ones that you you had uh, thought about dave well yeah list. yeah there was a there was a couple of them um we had a list up there uh let's see well i'll tell you this i'll tell you this one here i'm not blind i know you had lasik surgery well no oh crap <laughs> Well, that could actually start, uh, that could lead towards the myth, but oh. it might, might not be a myth. Oh. You've heard, hey, don't do blah, 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 <laughs> or else you're going to go blind. <laughs> Has anybody ever told you that? I have can, heard that. Can you specify for me? <laughs> uh, oh. are, are, we, are we talking about, about uh, masturbation, Dave? I'm talking about touching yourself inappropriately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I heard if you do that, you're likely to go blind. (laughs) (laughs) And like Scott did say, I did have to get LASIK surgery about 10 years ago. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Maybe there was something to it. That is hilarious. I was going to say, man, look at me. (laughs) Nothing, but I forgot. Oops, I paid for it to get fixed. That is hilarious. That's terrible. (laughs) I do have a problem then. No, that's fine. You Um, can get another surgery. Wait, so is this the reason why you need LASIK? <laughs> I will tell you, it might be able to help you out of the situation. Yeah, I'm tired of wearing contacts. Oh. Um, you know, I, I've also heard of the the one. You know, don't swim before you eat. Did we already talk yeah, about the, that one? The cramping thing. Yeah, yeah. What what's the basis behind that? I don't really know the basis be, what, behind it, but I mean, I, I really don't know the basis behind it. I, I do know that in some activities. Uh, I knew that when I, believe it or not, I used to like run longer distances and we had to make sure we didn't drink so much because we get these killer side aches. Oh, yeah. 
And and I don't know where it came from. I have I have no idea. But I used to be when I was a kid, I used to swim even as an adult, but used to swim all the time and never cared about what I was doing, whether I was eating or when I was eating or nobody nobody stopped me either. Mm-hmm. But I never cramped up. Yeah. I don't remember cramping up. Well, so the the side ache thing is is really it's um from what I recall, and maybe Ethan should fact check me here, but uh, is that when you've when you're eating, uh, your your stomach starts to do the gi- digestion uh, process, and that requires more blood flow to those organs doing you know participating in that process. And so, uh, when you're running and you've got the need for blood flow in other parts of your body, when you're you know when your stomach's digesting, then you can create some problems. Really? With, uh, I remember as a uh, grade school, running all the time, getting terrible side mm-hmm. aches. Yeah, I also ate terrible with mm-hmm. it too. Yeah, and I think you, there's some like breathing techniques that you can do to kind of uh, minimize some of that cramping. But I think the cramping Hold that your breath for seven minutes and it yeah. goes away. <laughs> <That's> right, it does. <laughs> so does everything. Yeah, so does everything. But I think that the cramping that they're worried about with swimming is really larger muscle cramping, like legs or arms, and not being able to uh, do what you need to do to keep your head above water. But I think about it in like swimming pools and stuff. There's not a whole lot of danger in those areas. But if you were out in the ocean, if you were out where you definitely couldn't touch the ground and there was no quick place to grab a hold of, yeah, I can understand maybe a, a little fear of, of muscle cramping. But in general, I don't know that that's even a thing. If, if you're dehydrated, uh, that would probably contribute to more muscle cramping. Be, right, but that's not. A, but that means you should get out and maybe eat and drink something, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. I just don't. I, I think it's. I think it's been proven that that's not really a, a mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and kind of being out in the water, since that's what we're talking about. We also talked about our. Remember our our hands pruning, pruning because you're in the water so much, so it, your hands would just swell up with water. But it's found that it's not necessarily swollen up with water, but it's a natural reaction huh. or a natural. I think they call it a autonomic nervous system. It happens because of the autonomic nervous system and is thought to have, oh, because it's thought to have evolved because it gave our ancestors better grip in wet environments. So it's hmm. it's supposed to like activate something that's supposed to give us better grip. So it's a activation in us, huh. you know, like it's turning on a switch, you know, like. You know, our well, body knows when to pump in some adrenaline, you know, our body is supposed, so it's not necessarily, because sometimes I will say that I've been, I've been in, in the water. I'm like, oh my gosh, my hands are already, you know, yeah, pruning pruned. up. Yeah. But if it's just a natural reaction, then maybe they were just, you know. I wonder if it's, uh, if it would matter with like different temperature or like if you're in a chlorinated versus, I don't know, like salty right. water. Right, because if I take a shower, I don't notice anything, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, if I'm in the river for a short period of time, mm-hmm. I'm I definitely notice it right away. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about right away, but pretty quick. Yeah. and I mean, not even being like in the raft, I can notice it pretty good, just getting splashed mm-hmm. on a bit. Yeah. So there could be a temperature thing. That'd be interesting to to dig into yeah, that. Yeah, that would um, be. But but the thing about it is, is I think it's a natural reaction. It's not a being swelled up, I guess that's probably yeah. Why you're not you're, absorbing you're, that water. Your 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 elbows aren't growing or you know yeah. swelling up with water either, mm-hmm. retaining water. But mm-hmm. I do know that if you're unfortunately out in the water for long, long periods of time, I've heard of you know shipwrecked people are out there in the water and they finally get help mm-hmm. and they go to pull them in the boat 
and their bodies have just soaked up with water so much that their skin just becomes uh, yeah it comes off and stuff so it it can absorb after a while but that's not this but it it can eventually i wonder if that's a salt water thing that could be too yeah because i know like some fish they don't do well uh between you know fresh and and salt Some, some species can handle it just fine but others that's a, a death sentence. And that I don't know if that maybe that's just a, a gill thing or if it's actually their their skin. I don't know much about that particular area. Uh on a previous episode we were talking about water witching or dowsing. Remember that? Yeah. 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 I, I had to do a little bit of looking up because my grandparents taught me how to do water witching uh, when I was a kid. They were you know, they had like fourteen acres out in Mesticata, Oregon, kinda out in country forested area and they built their own cabin on there from the trees that were on their property you know they were kind of into some stuff that well obviously my grandma was into different stuff that turns out not to be uh, a a real thing i know but this one i thought for years was a real thing and i was working with uh he's an engineer that that does like um you know groundwater and uh, you know prepping soil before you build on it and that sort of thing and and we were just got in a conversation about, you know, water witching. And I said, yeah, my parents taught me how to do that. And he, you know, brought to my attention, you know, that's not real. What? What are you talking about? And and so, of course, I so was didn't it... even consider it until someone brought it up to me. But, uh, Ethan, you want to bring that up? So there's a, a link here that talks about water witching. And I was taught to do water witching with, with two metal rods. They call them L rods because they're um, shaped like an L. And you put them in your hand, um, you know, like, I don't know, a few inches, maybe six to eight inches or something apart. And as you walk over different surfaces, <coughs> it's supposed to... Uh, it's supposed to... The, the rods are supposed to then start to cross. And when you when they cross... That's supposed to determine that's the, that that's the, X that's the indicator. Spot. That's the indicator. Water is here. Yeah. And I actually watched a YouTube video and it was way too long. It was like 15 minutes. 15 minutes, I'll never get back. And there's this guy teaching you how to do this technique. And it was so funny how he was explaining because he was so serious about it. Like really describing, you know, how to hold it, how to walk around, how to keep your hands steady. And I mean, it was like 15 minutes of... Yeah, but 15 years ago, you'd have been like, oh, right on, dude. No, I'm doing it. Totally true. <laughs> <laughs> totally true. I would have gone out in my yard to... You so, know. so your grandparents taught you that? Yeah, my grandparents So your did. grandparents taught you uh, water witching is good. <laughs> and that, yeah, yeah, taught you witchcraft <laughs> and then lied to you about the devil, the Bible stuff. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. You're a disaster uh, i know you need to go get more help my poor childhood oh my gosh i know and oh here's another one yeah and this is you know related actually related because oh, it comes no. from my mom and i know mom sometimes you listen to the show and i love you but when i was a kid she used the scare tactic of when you kiss a girl you've kissed every boy well, that they've ever kissed it's because she wanted you to be a girl <laughs> she was hoping that you were the girl to be the girl and it didn't i mean Okay, that might be true. It was close. Although, it was a near miss. Although I think after two, I think I think Robbie probably was supposed to be the girl. Well, she had to say that after. Well, they weren't Maybe sure with you. One of they us. still weren't sure with you. They still had to like, well. But yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, And I think there's probably some truth to that in in the the terms of like bacteria. You know, when you when you're kissing a girl or 
whatever. Uh, you get certain bacteria in so your in your. Uh, there in is there is things to be said that mm-hmm. yes, if. I don't want to but the way that she it, described yes. it is, you know, well, it's another scare tactic. Another scare what tactic. You do. Yeah. That's what your grandpa. That's yeah. what, what you think she got fed her life. You know, I know scare tactics. Scare tactics. And you, she should do her own show. <laughs> well, she'd be. She, I don't. Not to be mean, but she may not know some of the stuff that she still believes might not be true mm-hmm. because she probably got fed a lot more BS. I was talking to my daughter today, and I thought, gosh. <laughs> She might be getting brought up without any BS. I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't know what she's getting taught at school. A hundred, you know, percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're probably sliding mm-hmm. some stuff in there, but for the most part, you know, she's do, not. Do you think that you're more skeptical today than you were, you know, ten years ago, thirty no. years ago? Oh gosh, I don't. I feel like I've seen a lot more things clearer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Skeptical? No. I'm. Um, I, I mean, there's. Think... A, I'm trying to take away that I'm getting a lot more things to to um, so like to consider. take in mm-hmm. to consider. So it might seem like I, you know, but I, I think I don't think I'm too skeptical. No, I wouldn't say too skeptical. I'm no. just saying more because I think that I'm or, or no, no, no or, or more. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I think that I'm way more skeptical. Like I know that there's so much BS out there that I don't believe it right away. Like, I don't believe... If someone were to tell me something, I just don't believe it right away okay, until no. I get a little bit more uh, sort no, of evidence. I, I could agree with that. I just feel like maybe... maybe Like, I feel like I know what categories things go. Hmm. So, like, like I could... I could... Or in a sense of... What do you mean, like, like categories? Or I shouldn't say... Like, I know what, what, what's BS or what's a maybe, what's for sure, you know, for okay. the most part. So I, I feel like when I was younger, less wise, I feel, feel like I was more skeptical. I, feel, I mean, I'm skeptical about things, but I think I was mm-hmm. more skeptical then because I didn't freaking know. I mean, how I do you? Know. How do you... Uh, what would be the process for you to, like, determine whether you would lean towards believing something or not? Like you just said, categories. Oh, so there's some oh. things that you just tend to believe more. Well, well, because of time or or, or of knowing or have already gone down the process of you know. So mm-hmm. you know because of wise, you've already been through the question of um, let's just say of how how it, let's just say of how an engine works. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe I, I was really curious as one idea. Of how an engine works back then, but now that I know for the most part, if somebody says some stuff about an engine, oh, I kind of know how it goes for the most part because of my time that I've been. Mm. So I might be less. I don't put. I guess uh, stuff that sounds like BS is just red flag and you know rolls off the back and off mm-hmm. it goes for the most part. You, you kind of rely on some uh, some experience. Yeah, I mean, I might pull some stuff in because I want it sounds interesting or there's some truths that's mixed in with it, but mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm a skeptical person, but I'm just trying to say more than I was then. I don't know. I I, I could be. I don't know. But I think that I w- I feel like I was more then because I didn't I I didn't know what what it is because there was a time in my life that where I had to come to. Oh my gosh, this is a bunch of a lot of the stuff was a bunch of BS or not even BS, but a lot of stuff that didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what are they doing all this stuff? No, I shouldn't, I'm not going to say it out loud, you know, but there's a lot of <laughs> things that I didn't need to be doing in my life. That's not going to help me in my life progress. Why am I doing this? So mm-hmm. a lot of coming to, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then after that, now I'm being skeptical, trying to put myself in understanding things. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to say that was probably my late twenties to, you know, mid thirties. 
I think I was probably the most skeptical because I was trying to figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. Now, but you're now, also more cu- uh, curious about curious. stuff. Now, now, you know, it's, um, again, skeptical, yes, but I don't think I'm as, I feel like I don't, you know, I don't feel like I, there's some things I wouldn't even ponder talking about. I think uh, for me, there's a um, sort of a level of, of believability in, you know, I'll give you an example. If someone says, like, you know, my uncle says, hey, uh, by the way, so-and-so just won the lottery. I go, oh, well, I guess, you know, it happens. I guess I could kind of believe that. Sure enough, she actually did win the lottery. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then if someone says, um, you know, I was abducted by aliens. Right. There's a, that's a new level. It's a category. <laughs> yeah, that's my, okay. that's what, that would be your You're, category. Yeah, yeah. so. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel you. So that, yeah. so some things I wouldn't even, <clears throat> you know, but if somebody goes, some UFO, well, that's in the, you know. <laughs> that's harder I, to believe, but. Um... Uh, not for me. I to prove UFOs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Aliens, I can't, but mm-hmm. UFOs, I yeah. can prove that. Yeah. yeah. But like, if you got abducted by. A, a, oh, abductions you know. and stuff. No, no. Uh, I, I mean, I could. Yeah, not. <laughs> Sex trafficking and abductions and stuff. Yeah, that happens all the time, unfortunately. But but aliens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, alien. Oh no, never mind. We're getting too far. That's, that's, there, there's another one because I think it's important. Is GasX is brought the next one? Yeah, and this <laughs> show is brought to you by. by... <laughs> um, so. Uh, we're, we're getting gonna, some. Um, we're gonna have to get a new chair for Ethan. I think that is that what it is. <laughs> it's just gonna be a, a show of fart jokes. <laughs> oh golly gosh. That's so that's funny. that's what I would say if I farted on air too. So, um, <clears throat> anyways, I wanted to say this because it could save a life. Yeah. Okay. So I was told. Now I have heard that it was told to like bunnies. Like if you see a baby bunny, don't touch the baby bunny because the mama bunny won't won't uh it'll it'll uh, abandon it oh the, okay the scent of humans yeah to be fair i don't know that one the the truth to that one but mm-hmm. i'm here to talk about birds yeah because i just saw a video i was told at least for me and i've heard other people every i felt like i was the only one that was told this that if you see a baby bird uh, and it's fallen out help it out mm. you know so but everybody else i've ever heard was told the same thing about most most any babies in wildlife just leave them alone or else the mama may not or the parents may not accept them back because mm-hmm. of the human scent and it's true to some and i just just watched a video of this guy that saw a baby bird just a little little like a inch and a half long uh bird and uh falling out of a nest or something and it's just squawking needing help and he's like oh don't touch it because you know, the mama won't help. And I'm like, oh, they don't know it needs your help because it's so they left it sitting there in the rocks. Uh-huh. It's going to die. Yeah. You know, I mean, how about it? And, 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 and at my point, if take, take, you know, you know, evaluate the situation because, you know, it, the mama may reject it versus it's going to sit there and die a hundred percent. Let's give it the may 5% chance to live. Yeah. But at least with baby birds, I wanted to, I had to look it up because, um, because it, I hear, here I'll say it's not actually harmful to pick up baby birds and return them to their nests and it will not cause their mother to reject them. Mm. I said, birds don't really have a very powerful sense of smell. 
and they probably won't be able to tell if a human handled their babies. Hmm. So if you see a baby bird, it might be worth giving it a shot than letting it be. Hmm. Some animals, like I thought, were bunnies. Bunnies could be the same case. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. But um, it, it might it might save a baby bird. I th- that's an interesting one because when I was growing up, especially you know my grandparents being out in the country, and we spent a fair amount of time over there, uh, we used to rescue little wild animals, you know, rabbits and squirrels and, and birds and other stuff. And they always seemed to die, like within the day, oh. relatively fast. And I never under, understood exactly why. Some assumptions about, you know, they're mm. wild and they go into shock and their little hearts just end up stopping, you know. And I don't know if, what's true about any of that, but, you know, I I kind of think, yeah. Sure. Save the little birdie. Yeah. Put it back in its nest. You try to. Don't let the neighbor cat get to it. Right. I mean, <clears throat> in most cases, if it's down, it's down because it's mm-hmm. a bad thing, you know? I mean, if the, and if... I was worried about the potential, like, bacteria or viruses that you might catch from a wild animal. You know, that's another good conversation because I wonder that too, because when I was a kid, I was around all kinds of animals. We'd have a baby deer, we'd pull it in and nurse it and get it back to life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same with animals, we'd bring it in. Uh, We we were raised in a shack that uh, (laughs) we had baby chickens in it Uh in the shower. In the shower, that's where they were. Well, they could come out of the shower too, but Mm -hmm. they were kind of just stayed in the shower. Mm -hmm. And we always played with them and stuff in our beds (laughs) and stuff. We were kids, but... I've not heard this story. Yeah, yeah, don't talk about it too much. So, um... Uh, yeah, we didn't have any electricity or running water or bathrooms in that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my grandparents, they, for a while, they had no running water except for one spot in the kitchen. We, uh, we had yeah, to And that was outhouse. you when you had to pee? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I remember getting bathed in that, that sink, but. Yep. That's, see, that's funny because I had to get bathed in the sink in the, mm-hmm. our, uh, that, that shack I was talking about. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned another one about blue blood. Blue bo- blood, blue bo- blood. Yes. <laughs> The other one's a real deal. That one is real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people used to tell us that uh, when I was younger that that our blood is blue. But once, once if you get cut, and once your blood, your blue blood is exposed to oxygen, turns red. Mm -hmm. And why not? Because look, you could see. You can see it right there. Yeah. Yeah, your veins have a tendency to look kind of blue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not not a true thing though. No, apparently know? that isn't a, a thing. No. Um I there's some superstitions that I thought were interesting. Yeah. Yeah, one that a lot of people had not heard, but I was told as a kid because I was very uh I was very superstitious as a kid. Luck was a big deal and not walking, you know, under ladders. Oh, um, that's right. You know, walking on a crack is supposed to break your mom's back. Uh, nope, uh, hasn't done that. It yet. Hasn't happened yet. And I step on every one of them. <laughs> uh, but one of them uh, was if you put a hat on a bed, that that will result in like harm or death to a family member. What kind of hat? It doesn't matter. Anything that would normally go on your head. Oh no! Do you, do you have to say no who it is or anything, or could you just randomly tomorrow somebody's going to be? I'm going to get a phone call. <laughs> Can I try? Is it the person's hat? I'll, I'll be right back. I'm going to go try this out. <laughs> that sounds like like the voodoo dolls. Uh, know, it does. Kind of... Who the hell says that? That's terrible. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and for... somebody will take out their bad anger. Somebody actually had to have a death thought to actually, or a thought of killing somebody mm-hmm. to go do that. But the thing is, I even believe this. Like through my twenties, I would say even 
close to those 30s. And I didn't really consider it. I, it, you know, my, my wife and kids probably never really, I mean, none of my friends realize you would never find a hat on my bed. That never. is true until a couple of years ago. Now it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't care. That's why everybody's dropping dead around you. Stop it. <laughs> I always did you... think that was interesting, though, because you always had mm-hmm. a small spot. You could always stick a hat, but you always mm-hmm. put it on your messy drawer. Yeah, I would never put it on my bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And, and it's just one of those things you don't realize how ridiculous it is until you, you know, see yourself yeah. doing it and realize well, it. It makes me wonder, what do I do like that? I can't think of anything that weird. Well, you're not really into that luck. No, I'm not a weirdo thing. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's where like my skepticism is completely changed i i don't look I, again if if someone tells me something and the likelihood seems relatively unlikely you know it's a, a kind of a big deal of burden of proof then yeah i probably won't you know automatically believe it now anything that has to do with luck or you know voodoo or uh, you know there's just things that I just don't believe anymore. It would take a lot of evidence to, to you know, prove. But so, like, <clears throat> like if you were to, I don't know, I could be making up anything. You decide to go for a trip in the next week or so, and you you hear on your <laughs> little trip that says, "Hey, you know, down this road, there's been like 17 odd deaths in the last unexplainable deaths. Yeah, mm. unexplainable deaths. Uh, people don't drive down this road because it's known to be haunted and." Mm-hmm. People uh, may not be haunted right away, but, you know, in 10 years, you know, their kid comes with like a horn. I mean, it just comes up. Yeah. Would you like go down that road or be like, oh, I'm just going to see well, what. kind of like the Bermuda Triangle of Oregon. Yeah. Which is a crazy you... place you don't want to. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I'm a weird <laughs> person where it comes like uh, like that stuff where I'm not superstitious, but I must be if I say, I'm just going to avoid that. See, I. Because that would make me superstitious, right? <laughs> I get more Playing curious, like I would want to go to that place more. Well, now, now, now listen, now, if I was on purpose and I, I would set, I would set things up, plan ahead, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like have my buddy Dustin out back mm, with a rope, I'll tie so myself funny. off to, you know, but, you know, I'd be up for doing some fun stuff, but, you know, I would, I, if, if I had a plan, <laughs> and if people don't know where I'm at, I'd be like, you know, I'm not going to divert. I'm not going to go do that. You know, I will find myself, you know, like it does say this is room 13. <laughs> I don't know. You have another one? Why not? Just, let's just go with another one. Why not? Right? I mean, you just don't know. Why Why have 13 when, when you could have 14? So Dave knows that I'm going to be going on a road trip uh, by myself. <laughs> uh, right around my birthday every year, I try and do a little trip on my own and... uh take off in the car and so it sounds like dave knows where i'm gonna go he's gonna set some <laughs> stuff up <laughs> i might uh, that's so you don't know. no it, that kind of stuff makes me more curious when when people talk about like ghost hunting and doing the underground tours and and doing this sort of thing it actually uh intrigues me more because i want to see what they did to kind of set the thing up or yeah. how people respond because i've yeah. i've been around a lot of people who you know believe in ghosts who believe in in spirits or you know these supernatural things and i find it fascinating how people uh respond to this stuff and generally speaking it's um a sense that they have like an emotional sense of of like we'll just say someone died in this room they get it's this emotional that can turn turn physical. Yeah, like freak out, poop pants. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it can happen. And you know, for us, uh, Halloween is coming up. But maybe by the time this thing actually airs, it's going to be after mm-hmm. Halloween. But you know, it's the time of year where this whole idea of 
the occult and scary haunted houses and that sort of thing. So people start getting a little bit more into that kind well, of that stuff. Kind of goes into a lot of these myths and mm-hmm. and uh, where all these fibs come around too. Yeah, but I like it. Well, I, it is good. Well, the funny thing is about a lot of these is some of them can make sense. Like, oh, I can see where you're going for. You mm-hmm. know, like yeah. You know, I don't really understand the how you're going to get blind. <laughs> That's guess, a scare tactic. I guess, I guess if you don't wear goggles, you'll be fine. Mm. Yeah, if you wear goggles, you'll be okay. But, uh, but you know, there's a lot of you know a lot of things that tie into mm-hmm. it, like you know, make funny face and it'll stick. That yeah, way. cross your eyes and you it stays that yeah, way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could hurt real bad, but I don't think it's going to stick that way. Yeah, I might give you a headache. But mm-hmm. but you know, it, it it can make sense. You know, they're not really too far off where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, come on. Mm. If I if I if I smack my mama, that plane's coming down. Come on, you know I'm not going to believe that one. I tried it. Yeah, but well, there's just some things where you, uh, I think humans have a tendency to kind of uh, correlate things. You know, when one thing happens and something else happens at the same time or soon after, they kind of might correlate those things together, sure. like one cause the other. And and there's just not a lot of evidence out there that a lot of these type of well, you know myths are a true lot of people are of it. play it safers too. So they hear mm-hmm. something like, example, going swimming after you eat. Well, what do they know? They never had a cramp, but we're just gonna play it safe. It's my kid. Yeah. I don't want him getting hurt. Yeah. So they're gonna play it safe. Well, their kid remember hearing it because they heard it all the dang time. Because <laughs> you know, I mean, I've heard about that about recipes. Well, why do you cut the ends of the ham off? Why? Uh, I don't know why. Why? They've been because we always do. Well, why do we cut the ends of the ham off? Well, come to find out, eight generations goes because they couldn't fit it in the oven. <laughs> but they've been just doing it. This is a story I actually heard. I wish I could That's give so props funny. to the story, but it was a good story of, I butchered it, but it was a neat story of how things get passed down and nobody knows why. Mm-hmm. They just do. It's, it's just, you cut the ends off. That way it why? Can because you the do it. Away in the oven. <laughs> well, call great grandma and ask why. She says, because you do it. Well, what's great great grandma say? I don't know. That but, is really funny. But, you know, that's that's where a lot of these just get passed down. I mean, mm-hmm. the old, what do they call old wives' tales or, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I like the idea that, you know, they, some people do it based on tradition, and some people really embrace that tradition, and they are going to continue that tradition for years and years and never have a reason why, but just that it's tradition. Right. So that's what they do. That's just, yep, that's who, what they, mm-hmm. who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what was the last couple of bits on our on our list here? Lying is always bad. <clears throat> That's a scary thing, I think, from the parents. Yeah, you know, because sometimes I think times. lying is is appropriate. Yep. If there's a bad guy sitting there and says, uh, "Do you have a wife and kids?" and they're sitting around the corner, it'd be like, "Hell." <laughs> You might be able to get out of this. Wait a minute. Say, yeah, they're right around there. Get the hell out. Am I kidding? That's no. your exit strategy. No, <laughs> no that would be a good opportunity to lie. No, I don't have a wife and kids. Are you kidding me? Heck no. He's kidding. He's Same kidding. with, you He's know, kidding. Christmas time, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to like, uh, you know, give away presents or, you know, give away a surprise. You know, what are you doing tonight? Nothing. Big surprise party coming. You don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I think there's like, there's reasons for fibbing. Yeah, Ethan, scroll up to the top again. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, let's see what else is here. Your parents are the smartest people. <laughs> you know, I will have to say my parents never tried to sell me that one, and that's a good thing they didn't. Uh, I think that's just sort of a, when you're a kid, you just think any adult is, is I, smart. And I would say yes, yeah. and I would definitely say, especially growing up when I did. There was a lot of respect your elders, mm-hmm. and you know you always and tr- 
true. No, even the dumb ones <laughs> were smarter. Were smarter than you as a kid. You know, for the most part. You, then you grew up going, "Oh my gosh, I thought you were awesome." <laughs> oh, you're an idiot. You know, but um, no. Nope. My parents get mad at me because I'll call them on different stuff, and and you know because you know we I I can differ in my opinion or. You know, I think I I might know a little bit more about a certain topic than they do. Uh, doesn't mean I know everything, sure. but I think they get irritated when their kid, you know, one ups them on. You know, <laughs> they don't know about. I get that, and and I know that there will be a point, and I know that there's a the point isn't there yet, mm-hmm. but I know that there will be a point because I'm going to raise them to be smart, mm-hmm. and I'm going to hope that they will be there so I could ask their advice and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But you know. I know that there's going to be a little bit of time it takes to get there, but uh, I'm going to try not to be that way because I know that's easy to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you this, though. What's a cootie? <laughs> I've heard a cootie. I've heard about cooties a lot when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And kind of like you with the scary stuff, I was kind of curious. I want to go get me a cootie. Mm-hmm. What's a cootie? Yeah. If girls have them, I, I might I want might them. be interested. <laughs> I might be interested. <laughs> <laughs> Do they sell them by the pack? Do I go get a cootie and bring it to the girl? Is that how she gets a cootie? How is it? What is a cootie? It's like a gift exchange. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a I, so I have a cootie and she has a cootie. We could give yeah, each yeah. other our cooties. That's right. Mm-hmm. So what's a cootie? <laughs> I mean, I don't think cooties are bad unless it requires medication to get rid of it. Is it? <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> so let me ask you: Is is a cootie supposed to be just a germ or something? I think, or so. is it, or is it evil thoughts? No, I think is a cootie could it be evil thoughts. Like you're going to give each other evil thoughts. Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. Go down the, I mean, I don't know. Cootie has has never been defined, and cootie. In other words, just stay the heck away because you don't want a cootie. It's like leprosy, or it's a. I think it's like a snipe when you go hunting. <laughs> You go snipe hunting. Snipe hunting. I'm going. I'm going after a cootie. I'll tell you what. I've been around and no doctor. I, doctor said I got this and that. Well, hell, he said I got 17 other things, but he never said I had a cootie, and I can't find one yet. No, I don't. I don't think my medical chart has cooties. Cooties, on it. no. I, I, you know they go down that checklist too. No, no. I should I go up to them. I believe I have cooties. Uh, I don't have a. Is that go under? Uh, it's under. The next other. time I go into the, they make me do it almost all the time. I go into the. I know I don't go often, but probably once or twice a year I go into the dentist, mm-hmm. and it seems like once or twice a year I have to fill out the form like they don't have a... F- <laughs> Sorry, we kept it good up until now, and it makes me mad. Uh, a form. I'm like, mm-hmm. you have the same form. It's the same form. It's been the last eight years. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to freaking go down that form every time mm-hmm. I come in here, but I think the next time I will literally, because it's not a medical, it is a medical, but it's for my mouth. I'm going to put other, I'm going to put cooties. Cooties. <laughs> Let's see and make sure I not spell that properly. Because I don't want to be an idiot. Yeah, the, the spell checker didn't, didn't correct it when I wrote it down. <laughs> that's okay. It's, uh, when, I, when I was little, I always thought cooties turned, like girl cooties turned you into more of a girl. Oh, and the boy cooties would make them be more of a. So boy. three months ago, you uh, thought that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, if you can oh. see the look on Ethan's face right now, uh, he's in that transition <laughs> stage <Dave's>? where <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm not a boy, <laughs> which he is, but he's still. Where's Dave's mute button? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. My mom hasn't found it, nor has my wife yet, <laughs> and I'm sorry yet, <clears throat> yeah. yet. 
All right, Dave, let's uh, wrap it up. I think we probably can cover these ones. What do you well, say? Well, I had a pretty good time. Yeah, I got to say it was kind of fun talking about and <laughs> making you reminisce a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it was funny. It was a good one. Yeah, uh, thank you, studio audience. Thanks, Ethan, for uh, helping produce the show today. Yeah, thanks for being here. I appreciate <clears throat> it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we don't get to see you as often as we used to. You're a working man now. Man, that's right. <laughs> a grown man. Grown man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks again for listening. Tell your friends about the show. We'd love to grow the audience. You can find more information on our website. At nevertoserious.com. And you can find us uh, via email at... At mailbag oh, at nevertoserious.com. <laughs> yeah, go and, and uh, look at our merch on our website. Yes. That'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah, Dave's got some merch on today. Yep. Looks um, cool. I've got my... My never too serious sports bra on too. I can't show you that. Yeah, it's, I thought that was like I thought it was like a halter top. Shut up, Scott. So uh, until we see you next time, <laughs> <laughs> should we end it there or should we talk more a little bit about the halter top? I don't think we should talk about the halter top, Scott. <laughs> okay, we can move forward, Scott. Okay. we're good, Scott. All right, thanks. For, thanks again for listening. Until we see you next time, take care and be safe. <laughs>